it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know I'm right on football right here on the Chris Landry Football Network. Nick Durst here, not joined by Joe Calabrese. I guess he's sleeping in and dreaming of a Jets win because that's the only way the Jets are going to win. Or he's going to play Madden and the Jets will win there because the Jets are atrocious. They lose once again to the Denver Broncos on Thursday Night Football. And that was... Quite interesting to, to hear all the reaction from the Jets fans there. And that was a good way to start the football week. But then we had a lot of news, of course. There was a lot going on with COVID-19. Cam Newton, he got COVID-19. So he is out. And they moved the Chiefs-Patriots game. Will not be played this Sunday. It'll be played either Monday night or Tuesday night. Titans game, Titans-Steelers game. That is totally canceled. Titans had an outbreak, and that is going to be played now on week seven. And that is going to also impact the Ravens-Steelers game, which are going to move from week seven to week eight to accommodate the schedule. We'll get some more notes shortly here. Breastman has a question. Thank you, Breastman, for tuning in and asking a question. Did a close game with Urza and I keep Adam Gaze, Gaze's job going into week five? I certainly believe so. I don't think they're going to fire him. If they were going to, they probably would have fired him on Friday. And I don't think there's any point in firing him because if he gets fired, then they're still going to end up losing games. So it's not its not like they're, they're going to even salvage their season. The roster is just so poor. And Joe Douglas has done a terrible job putting it together. Sam Darnold had a nice touchdown run. But Sam Darnold, the big issue there was the fact that he just still gets those turnovers, those interceptions too often. Quite like Daniel Jones in New York as well. I think there's a good chance that we're going to see both the New York teams at the top of the draft. And one of them will probably take Trevor Lawrence because I don't see any wins in sight right now for either team. It's it's really tough. Uh, but let me get you to some injury notes and, and news around the league here. Uh, so the first thing that I wanted to point out here is that 
Uh, Ron Rivera, he, he went out, he underwent more chemo treatment during this week, but he's going to be coaching. Uh, kudos to him for, he could have easily said, I'm going to, you know, with COVID-19 plus, plus this cancer scare, I'm going to take the year off, but he's there. The players and coaches, they're all there surrounding him. They're playing hard for him. And, they're all, I believe, going to be wearing all the all the players and coaches are going to be wearing something uh, in honor of, of him and cancer awareness uh, for for the game this for this week. So that should be a really nice uh, tribute. I think they're going to be wearing shirts that uh, that say Rivera strong uh, and in support of him. So that's really a really nice gesture there by the Washington football franchise. Now. The other breaking news is that Monday night, tomorrow night, we're going to have a double header of sorts for um, football. Uh, it's that the Patriots and Chiefs will kick off at 7.05 p.m. with a full telecast on CBS on Monday night. And the Falcons and Packers, which is the regularly scheduled Monday night football game, will be happening at 8.50, 8.50 Eastern. So that'll still be on ESPN. So you got double dip of Monday Night Football there to look forward to. Good stuff coming out of the NFL in general is that the NFL will conduct a COVID and accountability learnings and a requirements conference call with all teams Monday morning. So hopefully there's a lot there that uh, can be learned. The NFL designed its COVID-19 protocols to minimize the spread of inevitable player and coach infections, which we're seeing now. First, at this point, would note that while infections have occurred around the league and among players with 40% of the teams, only one instance has led to an outbreak. Uh, the NFL has cautiously noted that the Titans appear to be an outlier with 420,000 tests so far conducted this season, and they're producing under 10 player positive tests and about 30 staffers league-wide. The Titans have had 20 positive tests of so 10 players and 10 staffers. So they're trying to say it's an outlier. And we have a question here from Lakers boy 03, who must be over the moon that his uh, his Lakers are are looking good in the finals here. Uh, do you think we get a full NFL season with all the COVID impact of the league? It's a tough question because I think that things might. I mean, I'm not a medical expert, but I think things might get worse before they get better. Uh, but the thing with the NFL is they are just all about their money. You saw them do the the virtual draft. They did not care, and they went ahead and were able to put that on. They did virtual training camps, but you know all it's going to take is that like if two games get canceled, Lakers boy Justin Henry, who is uh, hosting a nine a.m. show here on the network, had a debut show this morning. Great show, check it out. All it's going to take is like two games to get canceled that can't be made up. And that's going to seriously impact the season because then I'll be going to figure out, Oh, we're going to have to do a week 18 and play the games. Um, but we'll get Joe's thoughts on that. He joins us, rolled out of bed, was having his dreams of a Jets win. And it was too good of a dream. We did not want to wake up. So he hit snooze and went back to bed. But Joe, uh, just going through some of the notes here on the COVID-19 outbreak. Um, just mentioned doubleheader tomorrow night of Monday night football games. Um, and all New England tests came taken again this morning. Um, they were all negative tests on Saturday. came back negative again for a second straight day. 
and the best case scenario. So the, the Patriots and Chiefs will be playing at 7 o'clock tomorrow night, Monday Night Football on CBS, followed by regular Monday Night Football on, um, of course, ESPN. So it's just, there's just, just crazy. It's just crazy. There's just a crazy week. Started with the Jets and, and Broncos. Uh, the reported player, the reported positive test on the Saints player was a rerun and came back negative. So the Saints and Lions game is on, but I believe Vegas took that game off the board. And they're not going to let you bet on it. And it just, it's really going to be crazy how this impacts uh, betting. But more importantly, Joe, you know, you have to, back during your fantasy football team here setting the lineup of course if you had uh any tennessee titans in there you had to pull them out maybe you just say hey let me just pick up whatever's available because one point is better than no points by getting some crazy terrible guy off the waiver wire and i'm sure a lot of people have cam newton on their roster so i'd say why not why not go ahead and uh you know, pick up Jared Stidham for today what do you think <laughs> uh so i actually had the chiefs defense uh, they were locked into one of my two spots on my uh, fantasy teams. And obviously that game uh, was trending in the direction of being postponed. Uh, obviously they're moving that game to Monday night now. Uh, so from what we know, it is very positive that th- all these players have been tested and the rest of the tests have come up negative. So it's something that you have to monitor, obviously, in in that small window of time frame, uh, we know that the uh, Cam Newton was the one who tested positive. Obviously, he was the one who made all the headlines yesterday uh, as we were playing softball. You know, we kind of found that out. Uh, everybody was kind of up in arms yesterday about the NFL and the quality of the testing. Uh, I've read a report that the Titans and the way that they have handled the situation and the way they have um, gone about using the tracking devices that's come under heat from the league. They could be seeing some type of financial discipline and and stuff like that. But for the most part, uh, yes, the, the, the NFL this week was, was finally hit with the COVID bug uh, starting from the Steelers and the Titans on the way to the, the Patriots and the Chiefs game, and obviously you mentioned the the Saints and the Lions, and we don't know uh, if all these player positive of uh, these player tests are going to continue to come up positive, or if they're going to continue to come up negative. That's something that obviously they're going to have to monitor. But for the most part, uh, we finally reached the first big test of the season for the NFL, and this is not unlike we've, you know, we haven't seen this already. Uh, the Miami Marlins and Major League Baseball had to deal with this. Uh, the St. Louis Cardinals had to deal with this. So the prevailing train of thought is that if one or two players test positive, everybody is kept quarantined and everybody is kept isolated, the rest of the players. And if all these tests come back negative, then theoretically, although you might have to move the games, there's really no cause for concern to really ultimately start canceling games or postponing games. And uh, obviously the NFL here has a little more of a window than major league baseball did. Uh, Major league baseball decided to come back at the end of July. Uh, Obviously the season was going to be over by the end of September, regardless, they were going to try to cram everything in as opposed to the NFL who obviously has until the end of December, early January. 
and even then they could choose to postpone playoff games if it means you know trying to schedule a couple of games that got rescheduled during the season here and there uh obviously the nba and the nhl will not be back uh, until probably the start of next year so uh, it still gives the win the nfl window of opportunity to try to have some time to reschedule their games you know remember we're only in october uh Believe it or not, you know, this year has been flying by ridiculously fast, uh, but we still have the whole month of October to, to make up these games. We still have November to make up these games. Uh, we still have December to make up these games. Uh, obviously, the league believes it's in the best interest to try to get this Patriots Chiefs game in you know, as soon as they can, so long as all these tests remain, you know, negative, which a lot of people disagree with. Some people agree with, uh, you know, we're not here to, to argue the, the both sides of, of how you feel should feel about this. We're only here to, to, to tell you how the NFL is handling all this in the context of everything. And uh, yeah, no, it's, it's definitely a little, a bit of a, you know, a jab to the face. Obviously the NFL was going to have to deal with this at some point, but it's, it's nice, I guess that they're dealing with it now. Um, it would have been nice to not deal with it at all, but uh, just because of the, the nature of the beast and the situation, I mean, you had Cam Newton come down with COVID this week. You had President Trump coming down with COVID this week. Uh, it just seems like uh, we're not totally out of the hair yet. Uh, you still have to go out. Still have to at least wear your mask and distance yourself. I think you and- got to – I mean, people have said, oh, it's the second wave. I don't know if it's the second wave. I think it's just going to be every year there's going to – It just. I think when it's colder, it's just going to come more freely because I don't think this is – we're going to get yeah, rid we've, of it. Yeah, we've also entered flu season, so yeah. I think – I think over the course of the next couple of weeks, the next two months or so, uh, I think you're going to start to see people uh, just normally get sick. You know, like people come down with the cold. Come, some people come down with like hay fever. Uh, I had like a lot of allergy issues last month, and and my mom was very frantic. She, you know, she kept thinking like, oh, maybe something's wrong, and and obviously nothing was was terribly wrong. Uh, I know I see you smirking over there. I give you a nice little, uh, nice little internal laugh, but. Uh, but yeah, no. So we've we've entered the period now where flu season's coming. People are going to start to get sick. Um, you know, I agree with you. I don't know if there's going to be a second wave or not, but uh, ultimately, we're not going to like the case numbers. Are, it's just not going to go to zero overnight. It's not going to happen. You know, we're still going to have case numbers. You know, well until the end of the year, well until the beginning of next year. The ultimate goal here is to still just limit what we can. Right. Right do our best to do that. And we've seen major league baseball ultimately come out on the other end. And yeah, they had to deal with their issues, but Marlins obviously made the playoffs. The Cardinals made the playoffs. You know, both those teams ended up being fine after they're, over, they're overcoming challenges, much like our right. softball team with poor officiating yesterday. In the, with the <laughs> We're overcoming challenges. No, there hasn't been any egregious calls in the NFL this year, which has been great. Uh, um, yeah. And there hasn't really been like too many crazy penalties or anything. Um, but for a look at the game of football from a coaching, scouting, administrative perspective, go to LandryFootball.com today from high school, college to NFL, from recruiting to NFL draft to free agency, from pregame to postgame film analysis, to all the inside scoop on players, teams, coaches, and schemes. LandryFootball.com is your source for all things football. Thank you for joining. And please help us spread the word as you can catch us on the Chris Landry Twitch channel at www.twitch.tv. Slash Chris Landry Football, and you can listen to this podcast on your mobile device by signing up for Landry Football's conference call wherever you get your podcast. Joe, some regular injury notes here: Michael Thomas, Jared Cook, 
Marshawn Lattimore, Janoris Jenkins, Chris Godwin, Leonard Fournette, Tyrod Taylor, Buda Baker, Trey Turner, Brian Beluga, Chase Young, Steven Sims, Jamal Adams, Raheem Mostert, <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo, Alshon Jeffrey, and Deshaun Jackson. They are all out. But Kittle, Kittle's back. Kittle's back for the 49ers. Or Kittle's back. Uh, Chris Carson, he's a go. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, he looks to be a go, as is Christian Kirk. So uh, there's some positive news this week. But, uh, yeah, that's a, a huge list of, of guys not being able to go today. And it's going to affect fantasy lineups. It's going to affect the way people bet today. Uh, so uh, what do you say? You know, time to get to the start of the games, right? You know, let's, yeah, let's turn think, through this. Uh, head over to nj.pointsbet.com. Enter the promo code FREECASH, all caps, one word. Use our promo code. And Joe is going to make you some money. And, of course, if he, makes, he loses you some money, he is not accountable. So there's no – you cannot file a lawsuit against him. So let's right. get it started here. Uh, right away, we're going to start with the Vikings taking on the Texans. Of course, all lines, courtesy of nj.pointsbet.com. You got the Vikings and the Texans, two teams who I bet never imagined they'd be 0-3 at this point in the season. Vikings are getting 3.5. I'm very comfortable taking the Vikings, getting 3.5. Uh, they looked good last week. They just didn't pull it off and get and get the victory against the Titans. but. Kirk Cousins look good. I think they need to start targeting Adam D-line a little more. He hasn't been getting involved too much. Jefferson looks like he's going to be a stud wideout for, for years to come. And other than Deshaun Watson, I really don't like what I'm seeing from the Texans. But I think it's going to be a huge year fantasy-wise for Deshaun Watson, just not for the Texans. <laughs> Vikings plus three and a half in this game. Yeah. Um, so last week we saw the Vikings kind of – you know, wake up a little bit. They had that game one, uh, and then they, they turned it over at the very end. So they're both these teams are 0 3. Texans, not really surprising. Uh, their schedule has been ridiculously tough right out of the gate. Obviously, they played the two AFC North teams with the Ravens and the Steelers, and they played the Chiefs in the, uh, the opener, you know, for the NFL season. So, again, three really good teams, really tough teams, three teams that are probably going to be in the playoffs right now. So 0 3 when you're playing three playoff teams. Not a death sentence, you know, very close to it. Not the worst thing in the world. But, uh, yeah, so I think ultimately the Texans, I mean, I don't know if it's a huge home field advantage, but I think not having to to travel for this week kind of plays into their favor. Uh, I think the Vikings are in a serious tailspin. You know, I never really imagined that happening uh, at the beginning of the season. I thought they would at least be one or two or two and one by this point. But uh, the Texans are... Uh, they have Deshaun Watson. They have the best player in the game. Uh, obviously, they found ways to use David Johnson. Uh, ultimately, the this question will come down to the health of uh, the wide receivers for Houston because uh, we've seen Will Fuller kind of be start plagued by what Will Fuller brings, right, which is just constant injury questions. Uh, if, if the Texans' offense is – healthier and most of these guys play, then I think the Texans are going to win this game. Um, we got a question from Bressman here, Joe, I'll let yes, you answer this before you give us your, your pick on the points. Uh, Dalvin cook, will he have a breakout game and get the Vikings their first win against the struggling on their Texans with the worst run defense 
Yeah. Or leagues worth. Yeah, I think I think Dalvin Cook's going to have a good game. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of play action going on as well, which is going to yeah. benefit Kirk Cousins in this game also. Yeah, I think it's going to benefit. I think this is going to be a relatively high-scoring game. I think both That's teams – yeah, I think this is going to be very similar last week to the oh, uh, the over under is fifty three and a half, which is a big number. It is a big I number. Think, I think I think you got to I think you got to go with the over. Yeah, I think after the way the Vikings played last week against the Titans, uh, I think the Texans have been able to move the ball against those three good teams, right? So, to me, this just seems like one of those games that's going to get into the thirties. Both teams are going to go back and forth. Uh, I like the Texans to win the game, but I like your take, and I'm grabbing the points with the Vikings simply because I'm getting the extra half point that I really, really like. So if this was like two and a half, I would just say, okay, I'm going to take the Texans. I'll lay the, the points. You know, hopefully, you know, you can win the game by three, but I think the extra half point matters here. Uh, I think right. it's going to be very close at the end. I think it's going to be a one-score game. Uh, last right. week we saw with the Vikings, they were, you know, uh, I think they were getting points against the Titans. And they were up by one at the very end, and the Titans came back to win the game, but ultimately they covered. So kind of similar scenario here. So I'm going to grab the Vikings and the points too, but I do like the Texans to win the game. Next game up here, biggest point sport of the week. Baltimore Ravens taking on the Washington football team. 14 and a half is the line. I kind of lean towards Washington to cover in this game. Uh, but yeah, it's think, a big line. I, I, think, I think the Ravens are going to be so annoyed. Uh, coming off last week where they got shut down, that they might just go off and absolutely destroy. Breastman says, well, the Redskins rally together. Well, not the Redskins anymore. The Washington <laughs> rally together after Coach R- Rivera News and upset the Ravens, who are coming off a huge loss to the Chiefs. And if the Ravens go 2-2, two and two, what are their playoff chances? Uh, and we'll mix that with Jimmy Clark. Will Haskins get benched today? Ooh, that's so, a good question. Let's go with this. I'm going to say Haskins gets benched. Smith leads into a backdoor cover. <laughs> uh, and uh, the Ravens, I think they're – but they expand the playoff team. They still have a good chance to make the playoffs, even if they end up going 2-2. Two and two. But uh, I'll let you answer those two questions from Jimmy and Bress there, Joe. Yeah, I think this line is ridiculously high. But given the context of the game, they did not accomplish last week in that revenge spot game against the Chiefs. Uh, you're right. They're going to be pissed. They're going to be really, really pissed. They're going to come out. Uh, no Chase Young in this game is going to hurt Washington. Uh, obviously, the defensive line is super, super important to what they do. Uh, this is probably the biggest game in Dwayne Haskins' career. Uh Right. If, right now, if he, Washington is tied for first place at one and three. They are tied. For, <laughs> uh, so even if so, you know, I, even if you know, even if the Giants go in four today, which I think they will, they still got a chance to make the they playoffs. They still have the chance to make the playoffs. It's wild. It is absolutely wild. Uh, but yeah, this is the biggest game of Haskins' career. We're gonna kind of see what what he's all about. Um, I don't know if he has a chance to get benched. I think they ultimately they decided to ride with him. Uh, but to be honest, I just – it's too many points. I don't know. I can't – I can never lay like 14 and a half with anybody, you know? I mean, I said this last week uh, or two weeks ago rather. Last week? Yeah. With the with the Jets and the Colts, and obviously the Colts destroyed the Jets, but I don't know. You know what? Screw it. We're going to lay the points. Whatever. <laughs> I don't feel great about it, but – 
the Ravens are clearly the better team, and they're clearly going to win the game by at least two scores. So we're let's let's lay the points together. Uh, Jimmy's question was he wants to know is Alex Smith active? I haven't seen who's in or out, but I know he is ready to play now. And I I, I believe Kyle Allen is still the active right. backup. I don't think they've fully gone to. I don't know if Alex Smith's even going to play again, but I think he is ready to play. So you could see him. I would say week five if, next week, he's going to start. <laughs> I mean, if, given say, the, if the NFC East is as bad as it is in a couple of weeks from now, and they, they really want him to play, then yeah, why not? I think that uh, well, he's, he's number three quarterback on the death chart. So right. I, don't know, I don't, I don't know what Washington's dressing. I mean, some teams do dress three quarterbacks. Uh, Robert probably has a plan to keep Smith around for as long as possible without having to start him. Uh, because he wants to mentorship there and he wants to make, take him, you know, make those re- real snaps and he hasn't really been doing that. So get some practice in, but like, like George said, if we're looking at, at the week six, okay. And the Washington football team has one win, but they're tied for first place. <laughs> Alex Smith is getting the ball and he's taking Washington to the playoffs. Uh, Jimmy Clark says Calais Campbell is going to have himself a day. I believe uh, it. I, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised there. <laughs> That's uh, an easy call. Next, next, uh, next game here uh, is going to be the Seattle Seahawks taking on the Miami Dolphins. I think that Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to have a big day because I don't really like those, that Seahawks defense. But your guy Russell Wilson is going to uh, – Tough it out at the end there. Interesting line here, Joe. Five and a it half. It is. It is. Seahawks favored. So I'm almost tempted to to take the Dolphins here. Yeah, go ahead. Grab the points. So I, I will. I'm going I'm to take the points and go there with the you Dolphins go. To, to cover right. here. There you go. Uh, we both totally agree on this. Uh, the, the fact that Seattle's That's, defense yeah. is. What a good point. Dun- Adams and Quinton Dunbar out. For Seattle too, so Fitzpatrick definitely yep. gonna have one of those Fitz matches. Absolutely, Jamal Adams is out, Quentin Dunbar is out. Uh, it the the Seahawks over the past couple of weeks, uh, the first few weeks of the season, they've been able to you've been able to throw on them, right? The secondary is not really great. Uh, they they've made the plays that they needed to at the end of the game to win, but they're definitely more bend don't break. Uh, again, this I think is going to be a ridiculously high scoring game. I think both teams are going to go right up and down the field. Uh, I think this has sneaky potential to be a game that ends up in like the, the early 40s or the late 30s. I think it could really, really be that high scoring. Uh, obviously, Fitzmagic's going to be able to throw against the Seahawks. Uh, my MVP pick, Russell Wilson, he's going to have a huge day. I could easily see over 350 yards, maybe close to 400 yards with three or four touchdowns. Uh, Jimmy Clark believes that he's going to throw for 450 and four touchdowns. So we're not far off. Uh, that's a good call by Jimmy. Obviously, uh, uh, you know, I mentioned this previously on the show last couple of weeks, obviously my MVP pick, but again, so the Dolphins have been very frisky in these games. They've been very competitive. Obviously we both like uh, Fitzy uh, to be able to move the ball. Uh, yeah. I think Flores is a great coach. Uh, it benefits them that they get this game at home and they get Seattle traveling from West coast to East coast, one o'clock on a Sunday. Right. So I think Seattle's going to win. Right, you know, you're gonna pick this these teams to win until yeah. they lose. But the Dolphins are a live dog. They are a big time live dog today. Jimmy wants the Seahawks to sign Earl Thomas. Uh, <laughs> Tony Tony Paradis three. Which defense should I stream this week in my fantasy league? 
the Los Angeles Rams, and we'll get to that shortly. But that's that's if they're available. That's definitely the pick. <laughs> that's definitely availability there. All right, next game up, we got the Cardinals, who coming off a shocking loss to the Detroit Lions, taking on the Carolina Panthers. Cardinals uh, minus three favorites here. I'm gonna roll with the Cardinals here minus three. I think they're gonna redeem themselves for last weekend. I just haven't seen much out of the Panthers here without McCaffrey to lead me to think that they could even keep the game close. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I think if McCaffrey was playing in this game, I think this game would be closer to a pick'em. Uh, but because McCaffrey's not playing, obviously he's with Kyler Murray, the two best offensive players between the both teams. Yeah. Uh, his losses had a huge significant impact. Obviously, the Panthers were able to win last week, but they were playing the Chargers. The Chargers are you know, kind of in the same spot that they are. A uh, little bit of a better defense, but uh, the Chargers on offense are just simply not really good. Uh, we both like Herbert, which is fine, yeah. uh, but obviously they just they didn't have a, a, a good time moving the ball last week. Uh, but the Arizona, the Cardinals are significantly better. Obviously, they're going to have their skill guys healthy this week. Uh, we both like Murray. We both like Hopkins. I think they both yeah. have big games this week. So Breastman, good question here. Uh, although Hopkins is leading the league receptions, is second-year wide receiver Andy Isabella a sleeper wide receiver too? Such flex play after a two touchdown game last week against the Lions. Joe, what do you got? What's your scouting report to Andy Isabella? As somebody who has Christian Kirk on their fantasy team, I'm I'm okay with that. Uh, I do think is Andy Isabella definitely has some sleeper fantasy value uh, because as we've seen. This Cardinals offense is uh, with Cliff Kingsbury. It's way more quarterback receiver centric than it is with the running back. Uh, a lot of people like Kenyon Drake coming off, you know, his performance at the end of last year. Uh, he's been solid this year, but he obviously he hasn't really been super fantasy relevant, not really worthy of his draft selection. Uh, so we know that if you're going to try to hit this game offensively, you know, for fantasy purposes in any way, obviously, number one, it starts with Kyler Murray. Uh, it starts with DeAndre Hopkins, but after that, it's kind of a mis- mishmash. A lot of really solid skill position guys, a lot of guys with talent, but nobody has really emerged as like that second or third, you know, dog in this offense right now. So, uh, I think Andy Isabella has the opportunity. Uh, I think Christian Kirk has talent, but again, you know, you only get so many chances. So, uh, Isabella with his scores last week. Yes. Jimmy Clark, Derek Brown versus Isaiah Simmons. We're big yes. fans of Isaiah Simmons on this show. There's Arizona moving Simmons to safety because they have injuries. That could be a little bit of a mess. Uh, probably. I mean, he's better off as linebacker, but he can play all over, and that's what that versatility factor yeah. is, and that's why it was such a, a high draft pick. Yeah, you wanted the Giants to take him, I remember. Um, yeah, um, I think that would have been a good choice, just judging on uh, the way that you know Thomas is playing right now. I mean, he's been okay, but... You know, the offensive line is a disaster, and the defense is, is is a disaster, too. So, either way, it's a disaster. All right, next <laughs> game. This game, I don't know what the status is right now, because I know I saw this morning that that uh, Vegas pulled this game off the boards, but maybe since it's going to be played, it's back on. Saints at Detroit Lions. You got the Lions a plus three. Uh, I think that is too small of a line there. I'm going to go with the Saints, too. Although you said... They were going to struggle, and they weren't going to be a playoff team. Uh, I think they still have enough, even without Michael Thomas, to to to, to win this game. You don't think so? This line, is so this line is so fishy to me. And Alvin Kamara carried the Saints to a win after back-to-back losses. He, he's going to have to. Yeah, he's going to have to. The Lions, it's one of three. Will Tampa Bay start to run away with the NFC South? 
It's, good. it's a really good question. That's not uh, the very Buccaneers. <laughs> I don't know if they're going to run away with it because I remember week one, uh, the Saints did win. So they'll have that tiebreaker. But, uh, you know, the Falcons are a disaster. The Panthers are what they are. And, you know, you're looking at the Saints team who they probably thought they'd be 3-0 and at this point. But, Joe, I mean, this I don't like this line. I don't like I don't like this line either. I'm, uh, I'm gonna take that. I'm gonna take the Saints though. See, to me, I think this game is the like this game is going to be the game where Kamara gets the ball just like 35, 40 times. To me, the Saints right now, uh, they really desperately need a win, right? So this is uh, keep it simple, stupid, right? Kiss. Just give the ball to your best player, right? Give it to Alvin Kamara. What worries me in this game is that from what we've seen, Matt Patricia and the Lions are not afraid to give Adrian Peterson the ball 50, you know, 15, 20 times, right? They're not afraid to try to chew as much clock as they possibly can. And as we saw last week, they beat the Cardinals. They were super competitive in that game, and Kenny Galladay made a difference. He was a big difference in the game and one of the reasons why they won that game, right? right? I, yeah, so, this, game, this game, the over the over under is 53. I would go under on this one. I would go under on this one too. I think you're going to see a lot of running today with these two teams. I think it's going to be a relatively close game again, one score game. Again, this line is really, really super fishy. You know, I, I don't know if they're – to me, it seems like they set this line at three because Vegas wants you to take the Saints because in your, in, in your head they're thinking, okay, give the Saints, you know, it's an easy three points, an easy three points to lay, right? But again, you know, we're we're really good at sniffing these fishy lines, and I think this line's really, really fishy. Uh, <laughs> Adrian Peterson, a revenge game, according to to Jimmy. Yeah, Clark. that's a huge. I don't want to do this. I don't want to take the the Lions. That's ugh. don't do it. Take I'm not gonna do it. Much. I'm gonna take the Saints. I'm gonna take the Saints. I'm gonna lay the three. All right, I'm gonna right. take next the game. Saints. Next game here. This is gonna be my big pick for the week here. The Browns taking on the Cowboys, and the NFC stinks. And you got the Browns and the Cow- the Cowboys last week, who they they thought they were going to win that game against the the Seahawks, and I came up just a little short, which was great. Uh, the Brown, I'm going to take the Browns plus three and a half, and I also think I'm going to get a little crazy here and take the Browns to outright win the game as well. Yeah, I don't hate that pick at all. Uh- so I, I mean, Cowboys have played well. Obviously, they're one and two, but they played all well. Their, all their, all their games have been single digit, single digit games for the most part. So right. I think you, I think you really got to take the, the Browns here with the points. The no, absolutely, absolutely, I agree with you. I'm taking the Browns with the points. Uh, I think the Cowboys do have a chance to win a game. This game's a really total one of the three or four games this week. That's a total toss up. I think these two teams are relatively even when it comes to talent, when it comes to the way they're playing right now. Uh, Baker's been playing really solid the past couple of weeks. Uh, obviously, he had the atrocious opener against the Ravens, but seems to have settled in, uh, had two good games, but obviously against two teams that are just like, you know, eh. Uh, so we got to see him uh, at least, at least we get to see a solid quarterback duel today between him and Dak. You know, I think this game is going to be really good. I think Odell's going to finally have that nice that two-touchdown game. Everyone's going to be talking about him. He's going to be on the big stage in Dallas. Another, be- an, yeah, another high over-under. It's 56. It's very, very rich for my blood. Mm-hmm. But 
but the way these two teams do move the ball and Zeke can run it for a hundred plus yards, Nick Chubb can run it for a hundred plus yards. So to me, I'm not even worried about any time being really chewed off in the clock in this game. Jimmy, uh, the only thing that, I, yeah, I, th- I think so too. The only thing that I would worry about is if Baker, you know, is prone to throwing some of those interceptions. So if you, if they, if either of these teams get called with the turnover bug, you know, that's going to kill you at some point. But I think it's going to be a shootout, too. I agree with Jimmy. Uh, Spot-on assessment from the commenters today. You've done really, really I good job. I think comment here. Brestman wants to know, will Nick Trubb be the NFL rush leader? Uh, yes. Well, obviously, you know, the, the two guys who you think would be the rush leaders are both yeah. Barkley and, and uh, Christian McCaffrey. Right yes, now, if- uh, Derek Henry leads the league in rushing with 319 yards. Led the league last year. I'm going to go with... Aaron Jones on the Packers as the as the rush leader this year uh, because I think that just the way the Packers are playing right now, it's just going to keep rolling and rolling. Uh, wouldn't it be something though if Adrian Peterson, who's currently 13th in the league in rushing, ends up being the rush leader? Because Jimmy says Sean Payton tried to get Adrian Peterson canceled, AP won 50 yards, book it, uh, and that Jal loses my God, but. Yeah, if AP gets 150 today, he's right back. He's right back in there. And uh, that's going to be real, real interesting. Uh, Breastman, though, now leading the league in the NFL in sacks. His Alden Smith found a long-term home in Dallas after being out of the league for the past four seasons. Uh, could be the comeback player of the year. Long-term home. Um, I don't know. I think he's going to be looking for the money now if he, if he has a good season. And he'll probably end up getting suspended again or something. Uh, yeah, he's Packers, got a... Packers drafted a running back in round two. Never forget <laughs> Uh, all right, <laughs> and one who isn't even better than their starter, which is really right. funny. So, and they're the first round picks doing real good too. Yeah, right. That's the love, but that lit a fire under Rogers, who's playing amazing. But all right, yeah, so lots to digest there, Joe. So in like one minute, go over everything we just we just we just read from the commenters there. Right, uh, Dak's gonna have a big game, huge shootout. I'm grabbing the Browns and the points, but the Dallas obviously has a chance to win the game. Uh, when it comes to Aldon Smith. You know, unfortunately, I think he's just one of those cases where he's got to keep his head on straight, right? So I don't think any team's really going to give him a long-term deal. Uh, and you're kind of seeing this with a guy like Sheldon Richardson, right, who was a former first-round pick for the Jets. Super talented, uh, can start on NFL teams, but a lot of character concerns, a lot of questions, right? And because of those extra issues, teams just simply would rather give these guys one, maybe, you know, two-year deals with the, the second year being a team option, as opposed to giving them long-term deals, uh, you know, so Aldon Smith solid, really, really starts the season so far playing, playing really, really well. Obviously he's super talented. He always had talent, but unfortunately these teams are not dishing out, you know, multi-year deals for those type of guys. Uh, Aaron Jones is the rushing leader is really, really good. Uh, I think Nick Chubb has the possibility to explode at a three or four times in any season uh, for 150 plus yards. So because of that, and because I think the Browns have figured out that they're going to need to run the ball in order to win games like uh, like their head coach who came from Minnesota last year did so with Dalvin Cook, I think Chubb's a strong possibility to win the rushing title. And uh, Jimmy's 100% right with the Packers drafting a running back in round two. Obviously, they drafted Jordan Love in round one. It's uh, trying to set up their offense for the future. Uh, but obviously, when you draft two guys who are not playing for you at all, yeah. Uh, in the first or second round this year, you it's know, gonna be interesting. I, if, 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 if the Packers win the Super Bowl this year, 
They're gonna still gonna try to move on from Rogers. Rogers gonna wear green for the rest of his career, but I think he might end it in the Jets uniform. Unfortunately, <laughs> typical Jets. I right, the next, Jets get Trevor Lawrence. Next game. Uh, let's not. We got we got twenty minutes here. A lot of games to go. So this game, this game here, we got the Jaguars taking on the Bengals. Uh, small line. Vegas is know what's going on here. Jaguars plus one. I like the way the Jaguars have played with Minshew. So give me the Jaguars plus one. Um, and I and I, I think it's good. It's it's. I mean, obviously, it's going to be a close game. Uh, any day now, any any week now, Joe Burrow is going to lead the Bengals to victory. This could yep. very well be it. But I do like the Jaguars because it's a, it's a 50-50 game here, so I might as well take the points. And I'm grabbing Joe Burrow. I'm going to go the other way here. Well, obviously, we both think these these two quarterbacks have the opportunity to at least give us an exciting game. Uh, I think the Bengals uh, will Minshew Mania come alive against the winless Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Minshew Mania has been alive. Stuff. It's never died. Minshew it Mania never died. It's, it's still there. Imagine how much better like the Giants or Jets would be with Gardner Minshew at quarterback. I don't know about that, but I mean. I mean, Jimmy says Joe Burrow finally getting win. Like I said, I wouldn't be surprised. It's a 50-50 game, so I'm just going to take the points because it can go. It can literally go any either way. But I wouldn't be if I was doing a parlay. This is not a game I'd put in my parlay. No. Uh, and give me, no, give me, give me, give me the under on the 49. Yeah, I, I could see that too. I think under is a good play in this game. All right, next game uh, up. Next game up. Oh, so you got you got another point on there. I don't want to try to cut to cut you off there. Oh no, I was just going to mention. You know, I'm. I'm we're huge fans of Joe Burrow in, in this this side of the screen over here. So Joe Burrow's good. I mean, I mean yes. your, and your name's Joe, so you like all the Joes. I love all the Joes. All right, next game, you got the Chargers plus seven against the Buccaneers in Tampa Bay. If this game was in Los Angeles, I think I would take the Chargers plus seven, but it's in Tampa Bay. They got to travel, of course. A lot of uncertainty. Of course, for all the players with COVID nineteen, not specifically these two teams, but I'm sure everything they're worried. So, give me the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus seven in this one, even with Leonard Fournette being out. Yeah, I so let's let's look at this logically. Two weeks ago, Tampa Bay beats the the Panthers by two scores. They cover right. Last week, Panthers go on the road into LA and beat the Chargers. Right. So, theoretically. You would assume that the Chargers coming West Coast to East Coast uh, for this game, a one o'clock game against Tampa Bay, against the Buccaneers, who have a solid defense against Tom Brady. Even though Chris Godwin is out, one would assume that the Buccaneers are going to win this game, right? So that makes sense. Now, this sucks because if this was seven and a half, I would have grabbed the Chargers. I would have grabbed the points, but it's seven which is a really, 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 really difficult line for, for me to, to assess. Uh, Tampa Bay is going to win the game. I think the Chargers are going to be kind of frisky. Uh, I think their defense is good enough to be frisky and keep them in the game. So I think the Buccaneers are going to win, but I'm going to go against my better judgment, you know, West Coast, East Coast thing, and I'm going to grab the Chargers with the points because I think seven is just a little too much without Godwin in this game. And as we've seen with Tom Brady, uh, he's been good. Don't get me wrong. He's been good, but he hasn't really been lighting the world on fire. And I think losing Godwin uh, is definitely kind of a blow to this offense. And then you you include losing Leonard Fournette, uh, who's, who's a threat to be good in the red zone. Uh, and obviously the Chargers have a really good defensive line. It's a super good pass rush. 
they'll be able to get to Brady. Uh, I think they're going to be in the game, you know, and I think it's going to be hard for the Buccaneers. They're going to be in the game, but Brestman, Herbert, I don't think gets his first win uh, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But I don't it's think gonna, so. Herbert's going to be Herbert's going to be good. Herbert. It, right, uh, they got a, they got a good and guy. Also, with the with the seven, you have a huge backdoor cover potential. The Buccaneers could be up by ten late, and the Chargers might come down and, and just score like a garbage time touchdown. So backdoor cover is super in play here. Uh, I think Tampa is the better team. I think they're going to win the game, but give me the Chargers with the points. Give me the seven. All right, next game up, easiest pick of the week: Giants at the Rams. Give me the Rams minus thirteen and a half. No doubt about it. Mark it down <laughs> right now. Uh, you know, if, if the Giants win, I'll be happy because they'll be in first place. But uh, I, I, uh, I, there's no, it's not, it's not happening. I told you the Rams are back this year. Giants going to LA. They're going to be atrocious. Daniel Jones, one fumble, two interceptions, one of which will be a pick six. And Evan Ingram's going to have uh, three drop passes, and he's also going to be terrible to block, run blocking, and it's just going to be a miserable day for the New York Giants. The NFC West must love the fact that they're playing the NFC East and the AFC East this year. Yeah. They get the Jets, and then they get that terrible NFC AFC East. I mean, that's just tremendous. You look like your chops. Now, if the Giants and Jets combined teams, what would their Ooh. record be? Well, it would be it would be uh it would it would be zero and six because they're zero <laughs> 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 and eight. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, so. Uh, but well, my I, Giants, Tony, yeah. Tony is uh, all upset here. A little upset about the Giants. Uh, the Giants are plus six ten on the money line. In case you want to take a chance with that, uh, I'm starting Jared Goff in fantasy this week because I idea. had, yeah, and Tony, Tony. If they're available, you asked earlier. Pick up that Rams defense. Pick them up. Keenan pick Allen's going to go off. Jimmy says in the last game, but yeah, I mean, uh, the, I don't see how the Giants can win this game. I do not see that happening. The way they played last week against no, the, I see no pets and I'm winning this game. The 49ers who were ravished. And this is a home game. And they got beat by so much. The Giants are gonna get destroyed and, and the Rams will definitely cover. Yeah, this game smells like the Jets Colts game last week where I was like, Oh, it's too many points to lay. Right. Yeah. Here I am, you know, I'm going to talk the Giants into having a chance. No, not going to happen. Yeah, last week, you, you, had the the Giants, you had the Giants winning. But. I did. I didn't think that they were going to – I didn't think that they were going to play that poorly. Edelman's got to go. I mean, I've seen enough in this in September to say. And in the last year, the Giants' record under Gettleman is the worst they ever had under a general manager, any span. So the fact that he's still here is an absolute joke. Yeah, I think they need to. I think they need a fresh voice. I think yeah. they don't Tom, need they don't need a retread. They need somebody who Tom Coughlin. The, Tom Coughlin, retread. I mean, Coughlin is fine as like a president or like right. you know what I mean, like an executive right. role. But in terms of the general manager, it's always better to me, especially in the NFL when it comes to head coaches. I, I very rarely think retreads work. Right. I think they work only in specific well, what cases. Is, what does Mike Francesa say all the time? There's never been a coach who won a Super Bowl that went to another team won a Super Bowl. No, Parcells, it's Parcells, absolutely the truth. Parcells came close. But he did come does, close. He came the closest, but but that's Bill Parcells, and that's one of the ten greatest you know head coaches in the NFL history. You know, to me, you're always better off with getting a fresh voice in the room, even if it doesn't work. Right? You saw this with the Jets and McCagnan and Bowles. Right? They Jimmy were really Clark, a terrible. Bring Mike Tannenbaum. Yeah, bring him back yeah. to the Jets because they should never get rid of him. Bring back Mike 
Mr. T and no, Rex, the truth Ryan, is, Rex Ryan to the Jets. The truth is they never should have gotten rid of Rex Ryan. Rex Ryan was absolutely not. At least had this team competitive, ready Rex to play. Ryan is they, a top is a top three coach in Jets history. Of course he is. <laughs> you play uh, to win okay. the game. Herm Edwards is the best. All right, we got we got a little off the rails here. All right, All right. we, we got to move on. Giants, yeah. Giants are gonna lose. Are you taking Rams the Rams? Gonna cover? Yeah, Rams are gonna Rams cover. Let's cover. go. All right, this is the game that's very intriguing to me. Uh, the Bills heading to Las Vegas, the Las Vegas Raiders. I do like the Raiders a lot. They're getting three, but you know me, I, I, I'm loving Josh Allen. You love your Bills. Give me the Bills minus three. They're going to cover. Going to be a close game. And I do still, I think the Raiders have like eight to nine win potential. Uh, but yeah, I do, I do too. I, uh, I think, um, I'm going to go with the Bills on this one, but beautiful stadium out there in Las Vegas. Hopefully one day we can, uh, Get out there, do a show from there as well. That'd be amazing. Nice live show. And we'll go in Vegas. To, we'll go. We'll go to straight to SoFi uh, for WrestleMania 37. Back to <laughs> Nice little early planning there. Uh, so, well, from what we've been seeing from Vegas, obviously they lost to New England last week. Like I said, they were, but uh, this is a nice little rebound spot for them. And obviously, the Bills are not going to go 16 and 0, right? You know, this is going to be a super competitive game. Uh, Josh Jacobs is really good. Uh, the Raiders, obviously, Darren Waller did not really do much last week. They're going to get him back in the game this week. Uh, like John Gruden loves. John Gruden at least understands when he's going against a team that has better, more talent than him, understands what he needs to do or needs to get out of his team in order to keep them in the game, right? Yep, absolutely. So I think, I think the Raiders, this is just going to be a really smartly coached game today by Gruden. I think he's going to be able to run the ball. I think they're going to be able to stay in the game. Uh, you know, I, I would not be surprised if the Bills win. Absolutely not. You know what I mean? Uh, right. But, you know, for purposes of, of us not, you know, picking the same way every game, uh, I do like the Raiders here. I think it's a really nice spot for them. Uh, and especially in this spot where they're getting the three points at home. Uh, I'm not going to say it's the same kind of type of situation that we saw two weeks when, two weeks ago with New Orleans. Because I do think the Bills have more talent than the Saints. You know, I do think they're more talented. I don't think we're going to see a two-score game at the end. I think it's going to be a one-score game. Uh, but in this case, with the three points, I'm going to grab the three points with the Raiders. Uh, I'm going to take the Raiders plus three. I think they have a chance to win the game outright, too. Uh, sneaky eight, nine yep. win potential, especially yep. with what we've seen with the Chargers and the Broncos. You know, the Raiders have an opportunity to at least get three or four wins out of their division. And if they find a couple of wins here and they beat, you know, two or three good teams here and there, Right then and there, there's your nine wins. So yep. give me the Raiders with the three. Yep. All right. Four games left, 10 minutes to go. The Colts and the Bears, I have not picked against the Bears once this season, but I will this week because Nick Falls is starting. They're getting they're getting three points. I don't think they're going to cover. I think I think the uh, I don't think they're going to it's not going to work out for them. The Colts are going to win outright. Really? I think, I think the uh I think that the Colts will win by at least four. So give me the Colts and give me uh Nick Falls being benched again in three weeks to bring back Mitch Trubisky to lead the Bears to the playoffs. <laughs> You're going with the quarterback carousel in Chicago. Uh, I think this is going to be a classic Phillip Rivers melts down in the fourth quarter game. Uh, I think the Bears defense is super good. I think the Colts are good. Don't get me wrong. Like I said, we, we I, I, I praise the Colts. I praise Frank Reich. I do all this right. But this is just, this is like a nightmare game for Phillip Rivers, right? This is the kind of game where, like, if Jacoby Brissett was the starter for this game, I would be picking the Colts. But Phillip Rivers yeah. is the starter for this game. So, uh, it's going to be... I already picked the bench, uh, you know, 
Jimmy Clark says, picking against MVP Josh Allen said, I, I agree. I mean, Josh Allen. <laughs> Joe, does pick, not, Joe does not pick, believe in Josh Allen. He's got I pick Russell Wilson to win the MVP. I can't pick two MVPs. That's it's cheating. It's against the rules. Uh, but yeah, I think the I like the Colts. I think the Colts are still going to win the AFC South. But uh, the Bears defense in this game, I think this you is like Colts. No, but I think I. So we we've seen the since Khalil Mack got to Chicago, there are two or three games each year where the Bears defense kind of seems to take over a game and gets them at least a win, right? So we saw that a couple of weeks ago with the Giants. I think this game is kind of going to play out the same way. It's going to be a really low scoring game. I think both teams are going to kind of struggle to move the ball a little bit. And I think the Bears are going to be able to get two or three turnovers and win the game. So I think I'm going to take the Bears. I'm going to lay the points. All right. So uh, my first time picking against the Bears uh, this season. So, you know, we've had trends, but this trend is going to break. I mean, the Colts have a top five defense. I know. Yeah. It's, I know the Colts. Listen, I love the Colts. I picked them to win the AFC South, but this is Jonathan like I Taylor said. not going to be stopped today. Brett says top the defense. Now the CB kid, I'll leave you this one. PPR, Joe, Greg Warder, Antonio Gibson. That's a good question. That's a very good question. I'm going to go with probably Greg Ward. Only because Gibson's matchup is really tough. All right. Jimmy Clark says, Phil Rivers versus Spec 2. Cancel Joe. Uh, definitely want to tweet Landry <laughs> at Landry Football and say, cancel Joe, but not the show. Because we don't want them getting confused. And Unbelievable. The show. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next game here. It's a big line. All right. You got the Eagles who tied last week. Getting nine points against the 49ers. I'll take the Eagles plus nine, but I got the 49ers winning this game. I've got, I said the 49ers are not the playoff team, but they're playing the NFC East. So that's where they're going to get all their wins this year. So Eagle, uh, Eagles lose to the 49ers, but they do cover plus nine. Yeah. I mean, we saw like last week, you said before, I, you know, I, I chose the Giants and that was really not a, a great decision. Um, but again, this line is way too high. Uh, I think the Eagles coming off last week, they're going to be pissed. Uh, obviously, they tied against the Bengals, but they had the opportunity to win that game. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, this game I think is pretty going to be pretty standard. Uh, another very low-scoring game. I think the Eagles are definitely going to be live dogs in this game. Uh, I I would even go as far to say that if if they play and they don't turn over the football, then I think they have a chance to actually win this game outright. Um, but again, it's, it's a, it's a big line. We don't like these big lines here. So I'm going to be with you. I'm going to take the Eagles. I'm going to take the points just simply too high, too rich for my blood. The 49ers were like five and a half, six, you know, even seven. I'd be like, all right, you know, I'll jump on the 49ers. But again, Eagles think they're going to be play. They're going to be motivated coming off of last week. Uh, and I think this game also has sneaky backdoor potential like the Chargers Buccaneers game. So give me the Eagles and give me the nine. All right. Tomorrow night. Patriots Chiefs, there's currently no line on that game, so we can't do that. But uh, you know, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a good game to watch. And Jared Sidham is gonna lead the Patriots to victory. Watch out, Kansas City. Jared Sidham finally <laughs> Belichick gets to play his guy. We get to see what he's all about. And there's gonna be another scenario where yeah, Drew Bledsoe, due to injury, he's out of there. Sidham takes over. That's it. The Sidham era is gonna begin, Jeff. Uh, yeah. So one last point on the Eagles 49ers game. Uh, I totally forgot. This was the Sunday night game. Absolutely. Just totally forgot. Uh, obviously the, the NFL schedule, they, they tried to have the foresight to, to try to make this uh, a good game, but 
Ugh. As a Sunday night game, it's just gross. Well, you, you know, Mullins with both Kittle and Samuel back for injury is going to be nice to see. Uh, but yeah. is Doug Peterson on the hot seat if they go like four and 12? Probably knowing Philadelphia, yeah, but they, uh, that should not be the case because uh, he won a Super Bowl. He's the only coach to ever do that for the franchise. It's, aren't they starting Hoyer? If Brian Hoyer is starting for the, the 49ers, then uh, they're definitely going to lose because he's one of the worst starting quarterbacks of all time. But I, I haven't seen that. Have you, Joe? No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Here we go. So the last potential game here that we can bet on. As of now, I'm sure by tomorrow there'll be some lines for the Patriots and Chiefs. And you can visit nj.pointsbet.com and enter the promo code, all caps, one word, free cash to bet on it. But that's going to be the Falcons going to Green Bay to take on the Packers. You don't bet against the Packers, Joe. They're six and a half point favorites. They'll get that no problem. Falcons might jump out to an early 50 nothing lead, but we know they can't hold that lead. So got to go with the Packers here and Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones. Yeah, the the uh, the Falcons are just in a total tailspin. I think the season has just wholly gone off the ro- the rails. Uh, I, I mentioned you mentioned before Aaron Jones. I think he's going to have a huge day here. I think this is going to be one of those games where Jones has he seems to get his touchdowns in bunches, right? So to me, this this screams like a game where Aaron Jones is going to have two or three touchdowns again. Uh, I think that the Packers are going to jump out to an early lead. Uh, and I think they're going to be oh. able to hold it. I think after this, I think this is the game that gets Dan Quinn fired. I think oh, the, wow. the Falcons are going to no show. I think it's just going to be a really rough go at it. I think the Packers are going to establish their supremacy in the NFC North. I like the Packers. I'm laying all the points in the world right in this game. Uh, and my prediction is that after the Falcons lose, Dan Quinn will be the first NFL head coach fired on Tuesday morning, even wow. though it should have been Aaron Gate and it should wow. be it should have been Adam Gates ten days ago. He's all the way. Uh, and I, ex- you know, excuse me. And also, uh, uh, yeah. So Hoyer is, Hoyer is starting for the Patriots. Patriots I just, I right. I didn't see that. I uh, getting confused there with the Flyers. So yeah, get, the Chiefs are going to win that game very easily. Hoyer is is horrible. Right? <laughs> oh, now you're now you're backpedaling. <laughs> well, I said I, I said I said Stidham will lead to victory. But did did you see? Right. Did you see Hoyer in that playoff game for the Texans? He was so bad they had to put JJ Watt in that quarterback at the goal. Right. So that I mean, here we are. All right. So. Tony, yep. start Julio Jones, even though he's questionable because the Falcons play on Monday Night Football. You can't take the risk with a Monday Night Football game when you're worrying about somebody. I think you gotta you gotta probably play somebody else if he's questionable, right, Jeff? If you have if you have a a halfway solid semi decent option to go today, uh, it's better to go today uh, because I I don't think that the the Falcons are going to be able to muster much of anything in that game anyway. So even if you start Julio Jones, even if he's like limited or a little bit, uh, from what we've seen, Hayden Hurst has been really good. Uh, you know, obviously the Falcons are 0-3 and they're terrible, but Hayden Hurst has been good. He's got two touchdowns in the first three weeks. Uh, Calvin Ridley has had kind of a breakout so far. Uh, he's been up, awesome. Like, you can probably pick up some guy on the Rams who's going to have like two touchdowns for like 110 yards. To and also Todd Gurley too. So with, with those three guys in the fold and Julio Jones getting the questionable tag – I mean, yes, I think he'll end up playing. I don't think it's going to be so much major that he's going to, you know, miss the game. But even though he's he's questionable, uh, there are too many good options in Atlanta. You know, he he's go very up, clearly taking a backseat. Go pick up Andy Isabella. That's, that's, that's <laughs> go take a chance with Andy Isabella. All right, Joe, uh, tell, tell the folks where they can go if they want to play some bets. Uh, so we're going to go to njpointsbet.com. 
NJ.pointsbet.com. Uh, NJ.pointsbet.com. And right on the ticker below, uh, you're going to see, you're going to use the promo code free cash. And that's capital letters, all free, uh, free cash. Uh, go there, sign up, you know, use our promo code. We actually have a promo code, which is awesome. I right, still it every week. Tony, haha, Dutch and Rams got it. Thanks, guys. Listen, we, we love the comments. We appreciate everything that was going on here. Uh, we're giving you money advice for gambling, fantasy advice. We'll give you the injury news. We got it all. And we'll be back here next week, right here on the Chris Landry Football Network. And it's going to be, you know, I'm running football. So for Joe Calvary's, I'm Nick Durst. Enjoy the games. Hopefully, the Giants could actually put on a competitive game. I don't know. They're looking very, very jetty as of late. Breastman, great show this week. Thank you. So Thank for, you, Joe, for Joe, I'm Nick. And this has been You Know I'm Right on Football. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.